Hi, this is Clyde Yancey here at the 2011 American College of Cardiology meeting discussing the late-breaking clinical trials for the segment on the heart.org called Trials and PIs. Delighted to have so many of the PIs available to come and discuss their late-breaking data. And once again, we have the privilege of having a PI of the study known as the Nagoya Heart Study. This is Dr. Murahara. Dr. Murahara is from the Nagoya University School of Medicine Nagoya, Japan. Thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate your presence. Thank you very now, much. Now, to set this up, this is a study done in hypertensive patients who happen to have glucose intolerance, a very important patient population and one in whom we're not exactly certain not only what is the best treatment for high blood pressure, but how aggressively should we treat their high blood pressure. So clearly we need more information and these investigators that did the Nagoya Heart Study attempted to pursue this question and did so in a very deliberate and appropriate fashion. We would like to kind of start this discussion by setting the background. What really prompted you? And then after going through that, tell us about the patient population and the protocol. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, um, as you know that uh, 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 hypertensive patients is often uh, complicated by uh, diabetes or impaired glucose tolerance, yes. IGT. Uh, if combination, if the uh, diabetes and the hypertension combine, the cardiovascular risk is uh, more increased as compared to the either hypertension or diabetes alone. Um, now, uh, many uh, studies uh, previously showed that uh, uh, angiotensin uh, combating enzyme inhibitors, ACE inhibitors, or angiotensin receptor blockers, ARVs, can reduce the new onset of type 2 diabetes and also slow down the uh, nephrotic complication of uh, diabetic patients. So that uh, many guidelines, including uh, American, uh, European, or um, Japanese uh, guidelines for uh, treatment of hypertensive patients, uh, recommend uh, either ACE inhibitors or ARBs as a first-line medication uh, for uh, diabetic hypertensive patients. But uh, in some studies, like uh, IDNT, uh, this is the Irbesaltum nephrotic uh, uh, diabetic nephropathy trial, mm -hmm. show that uh, uh, calcium channel blockers are almost equal to uh, ARV uh, to prevent the major cardiovascular events. And even in looking to a myocardial infarction or stroke, uh, although it's uh, insignificant, uh, calcium channel broker is a more, uh, you know, superior to uh, ARB. Uh, this is uh, a very uh, significant effect by uh, CCB. So we thought that uh, calcium channel broker is also uh, very important for uh, diabetic hypertensive patients. So we studied uh, the trial to comparing uh, the ARB uh, versus calcium channel brokers in Japanese uh, hypertensive patients mm -hmm. uh, with uh, diabetes or uh, IGT. So how many patients did you enroll? Actually, we uh, first saw that uh, we uh, like to recruit uh, three, almost 3,000 patients, but finally uh, we could recruit uh, uh, about 1,150 patients. Okay, so about half were on Velsartan mm -hmm. and half were on amlodipine. Mm -hmm. Were they also on diuretics? What else was necessary to control their blood pressure? Yes, our uh, goal of blood pressure control was 130 over 80 because mm -hmm. uh, many guidelines recommend uh, uh, this level of blood pressure for diabetic hypertensive patients. 
So that the one arm is uh, uh, unloading and one arm is power certain. If we are necessary to reach to a one eight, uh, one thirty eighty. Uh, you need to uh, add to either uh, diuretics or beta blockers. And what were the entry blood pressure recordings? Uh, Coming into the trial, what was the baseline blood pressure? We're saying about the 145 over um, something like 85. Okay. So tell us about the results. Yes, actually, uh, uh, the, the primary end point was composite of a major cardiovascular events. That's include a myocardial infarction, uh, stroke, uh, revascularization and uh, the mission due to heart failure and sudden cardiac death and we could we couldn't find any difference mm -hmm. uh, between valsalton and amlodipine in terms of major cardiovascular uh, composite event. So do you think it's because the two treatments are similar or do you think your study was underpowered? I think one is a uh, limitation of uh, one of our study is uh, the the recruited number is too mm -hmm. small, and also uh, event rate was uh, small in our country. Uh, mm -hmm. That's most of the, the studies uh, coming out from Japan. Uh, the event rate of cardiovascular disease is quite low as compared to the Western countries. That's uh, one, one uh, limitation study. Another thing is, uh, as you look into the uh, study like a value trial, yes. you could not find any difference between the valsalton and amlodipine. So actually, this is a kind of a, a repeat of a, such type of a clinical trials. Why do you think you couldn't get the 3,000 patients you were seeking? Actually, uh, it's a little bit difficult for us to include uh, patients. Uh, and it, it took a uh, longer time if, sure. we, if we try to increase up to 3,000. So what do you think is the take-home message for this study, the Nagoya Heart Study? Okay, actually, if you look into the each component of a composite uh, in the point, only in heart failure, uh, the ARB valsartan was superior to mm -hmm. uh, CCB and rhodopin. So this is also an echo of the results of IDNT. Uh, in that case, Ibisaltan was superior to amlodipine mm -hmm. to prevent uh, heart failure uh, in patients with uh, diabetic hypertension. So uh, this again, uh, uh, we, we confirm the results of the IDNT or value trial in, in our Japanese population. So, uh, uh, so that's our result to support the current uh, guidelines for uh, uh, hypertensive treatments, especially uh, patients complicated with diabetes or IGT. Dr. Mohari, I want to thank you. Thank Congratulate you, you for completing your Nagoya Heart Study. I know it was a challenging study to do. I think the take-home message, in addition to the points that you've already made, is that we need to continue to work hard to understand mm. how best to treat patients who have hypertension and diabetes. Yes. The most important thing is appropriate blood pressure control, probably by whatever strategy is available, just getting the blood pressure to about 130 over 80, mm. and then providing all the other treatments that are appropriate for the diabetic patient, including looking at other comorbidities and having a high index of suspicion for underlying cardiovascular disease. This continues to be a challenging patient population, but these kinds of studies will help us obtain clarity at some point in the future. Again, Clyde Yancey here at the 2011 American College of Cardiology, late-breaking clinical trials discussions on theheart.org in the segment known as Trials and PIs. I hope this information has been informative. Thank you for your attention.